Yeah, I'm pretty adulty sometimes, though. Don't you reckon? Like when? Give me an example. Silence. Uh, silence is Crickets. real. <laughs> okay, okay. You can't put me on the spot like that. Anyway, moving on. Next question. Okay. Welcome to 20 Minute Noodles, where simple things go wrong. A podcast about adulting and life. I'm Kaylee. I'm Jethro. And I'm Sing Sing. Welcome to today's episode, the second part of our She Said Yes series, featuring some very, very special guests on the topic of engagement and marriage. For those who listened to part one, you may remember we had our friend Zenith join us to share about his recent proposal story. Well, he's back here with us today. Today is even more special uh, because we have an additional guest joining us. None other than Zenith's fiance, Sarah. (laughs) Would you like to introduce yourself to us, Sarah? Hi, everybody. Thanks for having me on this podcast. Um, my name's Sarah. I'm 21 years old. I'm in my final year of uni. I'm studying exercise physiology. Well, it's awesome to have you here, Sarah. Um, so in today's episode, we'll be discussing a bit more about the thought processes of getting married for Sarah and Zenith. So things like the decisions and feelings involved as these two prepare for marriage. So last episode, we heard Zenith's half of the proposal story in part one. And so now it's time we heard uh, the other side of things, Sarah. So, how did the proposal day unfold for you? You know, I've actually never heard Zenith's proper side of it, to be honest. So... You'll hear it when the episode comes out. Okay, I'll share my side. Okay, so... We had talked about getting engaged. And so, I was like, you know, sort of expecting it around April. We were celebrating our three years then. So, I was like, you know, I reckon it'll come around then. And we wanted to get married early next year. So I needed a certain amount of time to plan. So I was like, okay, I reckon April will be a good time. So on the 1st of April, I got my nails done. Just so he wouldn't have to be stressed trying to do that without me sort of guessing what was up. So I got my nails done and then we celebrated our three years. And then on, then we planned to hang out on Saturday. And so I was like planning with my friend Esther some outfits that we could wear and stuff. And Esther and I were going to hang out on the Friday. And so she was like, she said something really sus. And so I was like, oh, okay. So she said, um, hey, like on Friday, let's like go out and dress up nice and take some photos. <laughs> and okay, look, that's not normal for Esther and I. We, when we hang out, we're literally like in our trackies and hoodies just watching a movie or something. So I was like, okay, that's a real sus, but I was ready for anything. So I was like, you know what? Let's go with it. I'll help her out and I'll just, (laughs) I'll just get dressed, dress up nice, put on some makeup and we're going to take nice photos. So on that Friday, we went to um, Lavender Bay and we set up like a whole picnic and everything. We put a movie on and then Esther and I were just waiting for the sunset. And I was like looking around that whole day. I was like, is he going to appear somewhere? Like, where (laughs) is he? I wasn't even paying attention to Esther. I was like waiting for this boy to appear with some roses or something. I don't know. (laughs) And then the sunset happened and I was like, okay, this is it. Where is he? (laughs) And then the sunset disappeared. (laughs) And I'm like, and it gets cold and it gets windy and it gets dark. And I'm like, 
okay, nothing's clearly going to happen. I got so sad. I got disappointed. Oh. And I was like, and I was like, Esther, let's leave. I don't want to do this anymore. So I started to like get up and pack the picnic away. Because oh. I was like, okay, nothing's going to happen. Like it's, it's nighttime. He's obviously not going to propose if I can't even see him, you know? <laughs> so then... I like was like, okay, I'm going to get to the car because it was freezing cold. So I went to the car and I was like, okay, I'm going to go to the bathroom. I'll catch up with you. So I was sitting in the car for like 10 minutes. I'm like, how does this girl take 10 minutes to go to the bathroom? Anyway, I was calling him because I just wanted to talk to him because I was disappointed. I wasn't going to tell him I was disappointed, but I, was, I wanted to call him and sort of see where he was, what he was doing. <laughs> But he never answered. And I was like, oh, okay, what's going on? <laughs> okay, then Esther comes back to the car and she's like, hey, I need to pick up something from my friend Leanne. Can- are we near Observatory Hill? And I'm like, oh, yeah, it's like 12 minutes toll or it's 40 minutes non-toll. And she's like, oh, can we drop by there? And I was like, okay. And so we ended up taking tolls. And so we got there. Um, and I was like, that whole time I was like, okay, Observatory Hill, that's nice. Why would anyone be there at seven o'clock at night? <laughs> and I was like, okay, it's really sus that Leanne would be there. Um, but then I looked over at Esther's phone and she was actually texting Leanne. So I was like, okay, it must be legit. So we got, so we got there and we parked and I saw that the parking meter had like, you had to pay for parking. So I was like, okay, I'm going to stay in the car. You run out, get the, um, get the thing, give, give the thing to Leanne or get it from her or whatever. And then you can come back so we don't get booked. And she's like, okay. So she went, she ran out, disappeared for a bit. And then she pops in. She's like, hey, Leanne wants to say hi. Can you come out? And I was like, okay, I'll come out. And then as soon as I step out, I see this gazebo and it's like, oh no, rotunda. What's it called? A rotunda. And it's like decorated in fairy lights. And then this boy, as well as boy is like standing in the middle. And like, I could tell from your posture, it was like you. Like, it's pretty obvious. Um, but, and then, like, I, I was, like, walking up and I was, like, okay, this is it. It's happening. It's happening. <laughs> I was so excited. Um, and I was, I was a, it was a long walk up the hill. I was walking up and I was, like, taking my watch off in the process. I was giving my phone to Esther. <laughs> you can't have this on in photos. <laughs> and then um, I got there. I got, in, I entered the rotunda and he's, like, and then this this video guy appears with this massive camera and I'm like, oh, and then he's there and he's standing there and he looks really nervous. And then he grabs me and he's like, oh, I forgot what I was going to say. Because <laughs> I didn't know you had to like say a speech yes. before asking the question. We learned that last episode. Oh, I already yeah. said that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then he got his words out and it was all like. A blur to me. I was shaking so much, not because of the cold, because I was so nervous. Like, you know, when it's happening in front of you and you're not looking on the outside, but you're like the one in it. It's crazy. Yeah. And then, yeah, he got down on one knee and said, what did he say? What did you say? I don't even remember. No, you said, Sarah Yee, will you marry me? No, I didn't rhyme it. No, 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 no. no. That's so cringy. No, 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 he actually did. We can watch the video again. Okay. No, no, no. I said a really cute line. I was like, Sarah, three years ago, I asked you to be my girlfriend. Today, I asked you to be my wife or something like that. No? Yeah, Did maybe. I say that? I don't know. No, I don't even remember. I can't anymore. remember. See, it's all of them. Um, and then my friends and family like appeared out of nowhere Aww. and they came and celebrated and we took photos and then went back to my place for KFC. That's so cute. So that's the story of the proposal. Yay.
So it's really exciting that you guys are engaged now. But yeah, today we'd like to hear maybe a bit more about the lead up to this engagement and your marriage. At what point in your relationship did you guys start thinking about marriage and like, I guess, starting the actual serious kind of discussion and chats about getting married? Um, well, okay. So I think when we first started dating, we definitely had marriage in mind because we didn't want to just date for no reason or just for fun. So that was definitely something that we were looking to in the future. Um, but I think the serious conversations maybe started around, oh, maybe like our second year of dating when we like sort of planned out our timeline and it was sort of like, oh, let's get married after, um, after we work for a year. And so then, and then that was sort of our plan for quite a bit of time and then suddenly he uh, he came back from some dinner he had with some um cbs mts just for context cbs mts are people who i guess work at the christian group at unsw and he came back from that dinner and he was like hey i think we should get married earlier do you want to explain why you said that yeah so i guess like we were always serious about getting married like when we started dating but then there was like another point where serious became like actually serious. And then um, we, we, we decided to plan out our timeline for when to get married and when to get engaged and things like that. Um, and yeah, I think we, yeah, we agreed like we'd get engaged like a year after full-time work. But I think the reasoning behind that was we were trying to consider a lot of different factors such as like financial stability and just life stability in general. Because I think we were like, oh, we didn't want to have too many things changing in our lives at the same time. Like going from full-time student to full-time work. And also, uh, yeah, being single and becoming married, right? But then, yeah, I was at this dinner. I was talking to some people who had already gotten married. And I was just sharing. I was like, oh, this is our plan. And they were like, do wait, wait, wait. There were there were like other things that are holding you guys back. Actually, things that are holding you guys back. So, for example, it was like financial stability, and we kind of talked about like, oh, it's these things are only as big of an issue as you make them to be. So it was like you don't actually need a lot to survive, but you know there are there are obviously varying levels. Like some people really want to have like a lavish lifestyle. So if that's what you guys desire, then it'll obviously take a bit more time and a bit more money. Uh, so I came back, I talked to Sarah about it. I was like, yeah, like all the things that are holding us back, we, we discussed it and we were like, are these only issues because we make them to be issues? And then we were like, yeah, they are. <laughs> and then we were like, okay, let's, um, let's reconsider our timeline. Yeah. So um, then we started talking to some friends and family. I talked to my dad in particular and he shared a lot of good wisdom. And I think a lot of it was, um, yeah, thinking about how much we, um, what's the word, like how much security we find in in financial security and stability um, and how much we prioritise having a lot of money to live with. And I think he was saying that um, that you can't put all of your all of your security in being financially stable because that could all disappear in a minute. Like anyone could just lose their job suddenly. 
at any point in at any stage of life. Um, and I think that was something that yeah made me think, oh, should I be should I be so focused on that, or should I be focused on I guess what marriage is and um, be trusting that God will also yeah be looking after us and will provide for us. Um, so yeah, I had a few conversations with my dad and my mom and my friends and we prayed about it a lot and then we just sent it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we probably started I think the conversation with at the, from that dinner was about maybe like November 2020. And so then after that time, so those months from November to April, that was all like sort of talking with people and preparing. You guys have touched on the financial factor of getting engaged and stability. Did any other factors contribute to your decision to getting engaged? Perhaps, I guess generally um, being engaged at 21 is considered early. Like did age or did the COVID um, situation or work, uni, any of those factors influence your decision? I think age influenced a lot of things. I think particularly because we're both Asian, it is very it is very shocking that we got engaged so young and I think people are still shocked today. Um, and that's something my mum was particularly, that was one of her biggest concerns, like, are you guys too young? Um, but then I was like talking to my dad and he was saying, um, yeah, it's all about whether you think you're mature and able to keep the commitment that you make to each other with marriage. Um, some people may be older, but they may be immature in keeping that commitment. Some people may be younger and actually be able to, um, and be able to wisely keep that commitment too. So, um, my dad didn't see age as such a big thing, but my mum did. And that was, I guess, also linked to financial things too. Mm. Um, yeah. Um, but a lot of, I have a lot of, um, non-Asian friends and they get married pretty young. And so I think for me, it wasn't as shocking for me. And that was something that I actually thought I would, I would always get married pretty young, not 21, but young. Yeah. I think for me, um, when I talked to my parents, they were very logical with me. So we sort of just, um, talked about the different factors of marriage and what that would look like. So like finances, like what that would look like. Uh, in terms of work, um, living situation, things like that. Yeah, we spent a lot of time just thinking about it and sort of dissecting it. And when we were like, okay, it actually all makes sense and it all fits together, um, then they were sort of okay with it. Um, yeah, because I think parents is a very big issue um, when it comes to making like decisions in life, right? Especially adult decisions. My parents have always been the type to be like, look, it's your life. You can do what you want with it, but consider the consequences and the impact that it has on yourself and also on people around you. Um, and so they, yeah, they really helped me think through that. I was like, okay, this is the decision you're thinking of making. These are the consequences. These are things to consider. Um, but at the end of the day, they were like, yeah, it's your life. So, And our parents were very supportive of whatever decision um, we were going to make, which was, which was really helpful. Um, something that I think really comforted us in terms of our worries was the fact that he got a, that Zenith got a grad role as well. Um, I think just knowing that he had a job lined up one, as soon as we started marriage, um, that was comforting, I think, cause 
it'd be really hard to be married and not have any of us doing a full-time job or whatever. So since you've now been engaged for a month or so, what is one thing that has changed for you since becoming engaged? One thing that has changed me, I think that I have no spare time now. I feel like every spare moment I have is planning the wedding or thinking about the wedding. Mm. I feel like, well, I'm on holidays now. So that's what I've been doing all holidays. And every waking moment has been looking at emails or going on Pinterest or talking to my bridal party about things or something like that. Trying on dresses. I've been doing that so much lately. Um, So I feel like that's what's changed massively. Has anything changed for you, Zenith? For me, nothing. Because <laughs> um, I, I, I found out that I'm very... I, I have, like, no opinions on most things. So Sarah does most of the planning. I've All also, of the planning. Um, okay, yeah, I can't even... <laughs> that That is true. Um, I'm also on holidays, but my holidays have been so relaxing. Like, I just don't do anything. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> <laughs> he he has a few opinions on things and i was telling my mom this yesterday zenith has no opinions except for the fact that he wants kfc donuts soft drink for like the afternoon tea because i think that's like that encapsulates us. Our, us well don't you reckon yeah and pizza yeah um and i've given him three tasks to do one tell his bridal party two like figure out suits and like what color or like estimate pricing, or whatever. Three plan honeymoon. Okay. None of them have been completed. <laughs> he, hasn't even, he hasn't even officially told his groomsman and best man that they're going to be his bridal party. They're just sort of like, well, they they're all just it. floating up in the air. They're like, apparently he, he unofficially told them over gaming, but they're sort of all like, <laughs> Oh, I don't know. He hasn't said anything yet. I was talking to one of them and he didn't even know when we were getting married, like the date. <laughs> Like, how bad is that? <laughs> Meanwhile, I planned a whole brunch for my girls. Yeah, well, well, you know, you set the standards high. I was trying to match it, but I just couldn't. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm sure they, they will know sooner or later. My best man... Actually, I, I actually haven't told him this, but it's my brother. <gasps> That's so cute. <laughs> but he has no idea. <laughs> yeah. I, I won't... Put this in maybe we'll see <laughs> no I'll, I'll, we... I'll ask him by the time yeah that's yeah. very cute but actually it's it's been um it, it's been a there's been a few instances where people have asked me who my best man was in the presence of my brother and i didn't want to just say my brother because i wanted to like ask him properly so i'd be like oh i don't know i haven't got i haven't thought of a best man yet um and then my mom told me my brother was pretty cut by that <laughs> yeah. Get so, on it. Oh my god. I, I will, I will. But I want to make it special, but you know, I, I'm just very lazy. <laughs> and um, so my brother was talking to my mom and he was like, Surely I'm the best man, right? Like, isn't that what people usually do? People usually have their brothers, right? But then my mom was very um considerate and she wasn't sure if I would have my brother. Uh, so she was like, oh, no, you don't want to be best man. You know, there's a lot of responsibilities and things like that. And, you know, like he, Zenith has his own friends and things like that. And then my brother, apparently, my mom saw that he was searching up things that best men have to do for oh, the wedding. Oh, <laughs> oh, my gosh. oh my gosh, that's so, that's 
so cute. That's but so heartbreaking. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. It is. What a terrible... I'll, I'll, I'll tell them. I'll tell them soon. It's been like a month and a half. Yeah. Uh, so it sounds like you two do have a lot of things uh, changing and going on, whether that's being engaged or different things uh, like, you know, full-time work in the future. Um, you know, in all these things... Is this where you imagine yourselves to be at this point in life at the age of 21 years old? And how does it feel? I think for me, I definitely... Yeah, like I said before, I definitely imagined myself getting married young, but I don't think this young. And so I don't think I... I imagined myself getting married at 22 years old. How does it feel? I, I'm excited, to be honest. I'm... I'm excited to spend a longer part of my life married. I think that's cool. And I actually want to have kids pretty young too, so. (laughs) (laughs) So that space uh, has just uh, (laughs) shook it. Okay, maybe we should talk about this later. (laughs) Off air. (laughs) Off air. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Uh, I think for me, I've always had an earlier timeline than a lot of other Asian people I've talked to, a lot of other Asian friends I have. They want to get married like 28 or something and have kids a lot in like in their 30s. But for me, I want to have like at least one kid before I'm 30. So. <laughs> yeah, doable, doable. Okay, all right. Cool. I, I, I agree. <laughs> okay, cool. That's, That's good. That's good. We're going to have three kids. Well, God willing, we're going to have three kids. Yes. <laughs> nice. I think for me, um, I don't plan a lot of my life out. I know that. So, yeah, I don't know. Like, I guess... When I was growing up, I sort of saw like, I, I thought I would peak in my life at like 21 years old. Oh, this is not your peak. Oh, no, no, no. No, <laughs> <laughs> no j- j- just a different type of peak, you know. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it's a better type of peak. Um, yeah, I, I think I did not imagine myself to be engaged at 21 or married at 22. Um, I thought, you know, like, I, I've i talked to my friends so many times about it. Like, you know, there's like late night, maybe like year 12, HSC, DNMs, and talking about like, oh, we're going to be, we're going to be living such different lives in like a year or two, but really we're all just going to uni. But um, yeah, like 21, I don't think marriage was ever a topic of discussion in my talks with like, my peers at the time. Um, yeah, it definitely was more like, oh, where where do you guys want to travel to? <laughs> and then COVID happened, so <laughs> sucked in. <laughs> um, yeah, like, I don't know. I, I It wasn't until the past year that I was like, wow, getting engaged at 21 and married at 22 is a really, it, it's a possible reality. Yeah, I think that the craziest thing is that, like, people, like, planning their 21st and whatever. And, like, we're planning a wedding, which is mm. so crazy. Um, yeah, like, I was meant to have a 21st, but then COVID hit. And, you know, people are asking, are you going to have a 22nd? And I'm like, no, I'm just going to have a wedding. <laughs> <laughs> a one-up on you yeah, guys. that's right. <laughs> I don't need a 21st. I've got a wedding. <laughs> Yeah, so it feels crazy, but I think we're both really excited for what the future holds and how God uses us as well. Yay! Yay. Super exciting. 
Yeah, well, um, Sarah and Zena, thank you so much for coming on uh, as our special guests and yeah, really giving us like a whole of picture insight into how you've come to this point of getting engaged so far. Um, yeah, and we really hope we can uh, continue on this journey and all our listeners, those of you guys who know you two, uh, I'm sure you guys will really, I guess, enjoy and keep supporting Zenith and Sarah in this journey too. Um, and who knows, maybe we'll have you on again once you're married. Um, and you can tell us about what the married life is like. We'll be Whoa. real adults then. Yeah. Will we? <laughs> <laughs> we hope so. But if not, you can keep listening to this podcast in the meantime to upskill your adulting. Ah, yes. Shameless plug. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, until next time, uh, it's time to say bye. Bye. bye.